How safe is the food that is imported into the UK and the European Union? And what more can be done to combat what the EU claims is an alarming increase in food safety incidents in industrialised countries in recent years? I'm Gary Scattergood for Food Manufacture, and I'm in York at the official opening of Ferrer's International Food Safety Training Laboratory, where I've been joined by Paul Breerton, the organisation's head of agri-food, to unpick these issues. Paul, thank you very much for joining me. What at present are the major food safety risks for UK consumers from foods that originate outside of the EU? Well, I think one of the main uh, issues are to do with meat and particularly things like shellfish. So we're talking about levels of veterinary residues, hormones, pesticides, which are uh, can be much higher levels than are permitted within the EU. Also things uh, to do with um, mycotoxins uh, such as aflatoxin in um, uh, nuts, things like that uh, coming in to the EU can be a problem uh, now and again. Dr Andrew Wodge, the Chief Scientist at the Food Standards Agency, is quoted as saying that a significant proportion of recorded food incidents are due to imports. In your experience, are there any geographical areas that are overwhelmingly responsible for these incidents? Europe has a system of rapid alerts where information is rapidly sent around uh, member states and I think they tend to identify particular regions where we have concerns. So uh, I think China is obviously one uh, area, um, Southeast Asia, uh, especially in terms of shellfish and things like that, and also some Middle East countries in terms of nuts from Iraq, things like that, Iran, can be a problem. And in your experience, when we're talking about the level of scientific knowledge of food safety issues, to what extent does that differ around the world? I think there is a technology gap there. I think there's various countries have ambitions to be major exporters of food, but uh, often their testing facilities for testing the food need development. And the aim of the IFSTL is really to fill that gap. So we'll, we'll be sort of targeting government laboratories uh, and major industries as well who want to a sort of a high-level surveillance type uh, activity. So we'll be providing our best experts uh, in a state-of-the-art uh, laboratory here in conjunction with Waters um, to provide that expertise, not only in the uh, testing for compliance that is necessary uh, to ensure that food is safe, but also in the regulations as well, because sometimes it's due to ignorance of the various regulations that differ between, say, EU, US uh, and Codex. You mentioned there some of the courses that you will be running over the next year. What kind of interest have you had so far and from what areas has that interest come from? We've had quite a lot of interest from a wide range of countries. So that uh, we've had interest obviously from China, we have some I think from the US and also New Zealand uh, have also uh, registered interest. So uh, quite a broad area. I think we've heard today that the, the organisation here has the capacity to train up to 200 overseas analysts in the, in the first year. When you bear in mind though that imports to Europe is something like a £690 billion industry, is this something of a drop in the ocean? It is a start. This activity or initiative, which is uh, in conjunction with Waters, is, is the second uh, laboratory, the second IFSTL, and uh, Waters are hoping to develop a whole range of them. But also on the international front, we're talking to various stakeholders so that World Bank, for instance, are interested in 
developing this initiative so that we can not only sort of target the high-level testing of laboratories, uh, but also right down to the farmers and growers, because uh, we're in a global food supply and we have many actors that are in involved in that supply and we have to address them all. That's Paul Brewerton from Ferrer explaining to me, Gary Scattergood, how he hopes the organisation's new international training facilities will help improve food safety for European and UK consumers.